This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. My name is Dan, and I am the Benchwarmer Emeritus. Um, I'm the only Benchwarmer that's actually going to be on the show today, and I'm really not even one anymore. But, um, hi, how are you? We're um, doing something that we do every year around this time. We're having um, a what we're calling Dan's Fireside Game, and I've brought my friends who have been with me all the way through these fireside games in the past. I'm um, like to introduce you to you right now. We have Gary Middleton. Gary, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me back. I was just roasting a couple of marshmallows in our fireside here and uh, looking forward to some good questions. Yeah. Thank you for coming out to my house to do this. This is a, I didn't even know I had a fireplace until Matt told me about it. So uh, you can build anything if you need to. Yeah. <laughs> I've also got Greg Zethner with me. How are you doing, Greg? Uh, doing okay, Dan. Doing okay. Uh, getting over a little cold right now. Yeah. Um, I, I hope you're feeling better. We were talking to you earlier, and uh, I know that uh, things weren't going great. So I'm a lot better today than I was earlier in the week. That's for sure. Good. Good. Um, I've also got Scotty B from the WV, which is what it says on his name thing right here. Scott Barber, how are you doing? Doing great, Dan. Thanks for having me on again. And uh, yeah, the Gary's marshmallows perfection. Just gotta say, right? You know, I mean, but why didn't anybody way... bring? Why didn't anybody bring chocolate bars? I I did. They're out in the car. I'll have, oh. I'll go out and get them while you're asking the first question. Right? Sounds good. So, um, like like I said, a few a few years ago, we started doing the this little game to fill in the gap between um, the, in the Christmas and new year uh, time to give the bench warmers a little bit of a break um, to not have to record every week, give us a little break during that time. So um, it's kind of become a thing now. This is the third annual fireside game. And if you uh, haven't listened to these in the past, it's really casual. Um, What we're going to do, we're just going to go around asking questions. We've each written five questions um, and there is no, um, format to this whatsoever you just wrote five questions but that's that's where we're at at this time um we're just going to go around we'll do one at a time in a circle um we'll start with uh, we'll go with gary greg um scott and then myself we'll we'll just do that that's that's how it is on my screen right now so if we're ready gary we're going to start with you all right. Sounds good. Well, I was going to load you up with a bunch of curling questions, but I knew that I did some curling last year. So I'm going to skip curling, which is too bad because it's my new passion. Um, but uh, what I did find is uh, I'm a big fan of Olympics and Olympic mascots. So I have some Olympic mascot character names and what type of creature they are. And I'm hoping you guys can figure out the city and then potentially the year, if you know the year that that city hosted that had those particular mascots. So, for example, if I was going to say um, Misha the bear, you would say that was Moscow in 1980. Got it. And I don't know how many of these you'd like me to do. Just uh, just let me know and let's uh, 
Let's start out with one for you. There are three characters for this particular Olympics. There is a hare, a polar bear, and a leopard, and their names are hare, polar bear, and leopard. Very cleverly. <laughs> so, any thoughts okay. to who would have who would have put that on? That's Soshi in fourteen. I was going to say that sounds like something that would come out of Soshi. Uh, that that's my guess yeah i i agree i that that sounds right and that is right very nice yes um, okay, i like these all right we Let's had one we had one with two what they called two happy children or humans whose names were hakan and Kristen. that's spelled h-a-a-k-o-n and k-r-i-s-t-i-n it was the first of any that had actual humans as the as the mascots. I I know this one for right off the that right off the top. that to me with the double A like at that leads me to think that that's uh, something Scandinavian. Yeah, uh, I was thinking Lillehammer or yeah, Lillehammer oh, sounds like a good guess to me. But Dan it's ninety four like in Lillehammer. It, oh, okay, there it is. Yeah. There we go. That okay. is correct. That is Lillehammer. I visited Lillehammer in the summer of 93. Oh, that's so not many people can say that. <laughs> nice. So what about powder, coal, and copper, who are a snowshoe hare, a coyote, and a black bear? Canadian, maybe? Yeah, I was thinking that, or maybe even Salt Lake City. But it could be Vancouver or Calgary. Mm. What do you think, Dan? <clears throat> I mean, are, are these all winter? I mean, <laughs> smells like this one. This one definitely has a winter feel to it. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, I'm, the more you think, and the more I'm thinking, Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City sounds right, but that's just me. What are the names again? Yeah, powder, powder, coal, and copper. So the mining act aspect could be yeah, Salt Lake City also yeah, yeah could could be Calgary though too. Um, I would think more energy in Calgary although yeah, yeah they're yeah okay. Should we go Salt? Should we go Salt Lake City? Let's go Salt Lake. Why not? Oh two. All right. All right. Well sussed out. Salt Lake City. It is nice. Nice. And uh, let me go with well, at least one more. This was a mix of six indigenous animals. And the character's name was Vinicius, V-I-N-I-C-I-U-S, which is actually named for the first name of a local poet in that country. Maybe Athens for a Greek poet. It has a um, Greek feel to the name or maybe rome 1960 you see us sounds more roman more roman than so it could be athens or rome do you think they went you think these dated all the way back to 1960 yeah because if we want to go italy we can also go torino yeah uh, that's a good point torino is a good call um or just you know Indigenous, though, doesn't bring about 
Italy to me. Okay. Yeah, my first thought was Australia when I heard indigenous, but that name doesn't sound Australian. I went right back to Greece or Italy after that. Unless they're doing it as an homage type thing. What about what about uh, 2016 Rio? I don't know anything about Venetius, but if it's indigenous, I mean, there's hardly any other. Yeah, indigenous. That... You're right. Indigenous does scream Australia, but I don't know. I'm hung up on this one. Y'all smart guys figure it out for me. I mean, I don't think it goes by, Oh, it's name. I would go back to Italy. All right. Okay, you want to say like Torino then? Just yeah, for fun. I don't know if they had mascots back when Rome hosted. Yeah, that's it. what I was worried about. It was 1960 yeah. so far back. Yeah, Torino though makes. That makes sense. All right. I'll 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 go with you then. Let's do that. All right. Well, we got you on this one. If I gave you the full name of the poet, it's Venetius de Moraes, D-E-M-O-R-A-E-S, which might point Dan in the direction yeah. he was yep. leading. That's uh, Rio. This yeah. Yeah. Rio, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And, ah, uh, that's nice. I've, I've got more, but we can certainly move on if we're at a point we want let's, to Let's that. move on. And um at the end of the game, we may want to go back to those because I really like those. Yeah, those I like were, those. Those, those are fun. fun. Yeah, I All was right. thinking that was the poet's full name. I think that threw me off. Yeah, yeah absolutely. All right, we're going to go on to Greg. So, Greg, what do you got for us? Okay, so this year is a little side hobby. I got big into buying and selling baseball cards. So, um, baseball cards, so that you get them graded. That's usually where a lot of the value comes in. They're graded from 1 to 10. But a lot of times there's also a two-letter qualifier that comes with it that usually reduces the value of the card. Uh, so, for example, OC means off-center. I have a list of some of these qualifiers. I want to see if you can figure out what they are. Nice. Okay. So to start, uh, MC. M is in Mary? Yes. And are these qualifiers necessarily always a negative, or can they be a positive? They're all negative. Oh, so mint condition is probably not where we're going with this. <laughs> MC. Um, hmm. No, multicolored. Yeah, mint is the first thing that jumped off to me. Yeah, so multicolored is a positive thing, and or at least neutral. Um. Hmm. Something maybe about the corners, like a mangled. Yeah, something yeah, like mangled. Yeah, <laughs> some type. Something's got a, something's good. something's clipped with the corners or something like that, like a bent corner or um um I don't know. I think it's going to be something to do with the corners, but I don't yeah. know what the M word is. I mean, what could be wrong other than? Creased, bent, crushed a little, rounded, I guess. Hmm. I mean, what what else could be a could be an crease, issue with it? crease is another issue if it's like a bend in it. I don't think <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think that's going to do it though because like like OC was off center, right? So it's going to be the way that it's delivered from the 
company. Maybe, 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 maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe I'm not. sure that they have. I'm yeah. sure that they have ratings based on the condition of the card. Well, right, but I think that this. He already said that you know you you have your your ratings of the card, but then you also have this other. Can, can you tell me how what how you how you said it, Greg? So these are just two letter qualifiers that get appended to the grade. So. A so it's not the grade mint. themselves. Yeah. So a right. ten is mint. It's you like a mint. reason. It's yeah. it's almost like an explanation as to why it's graded what it's okay. graded. Yeah. So the it it can be that, but it could also be in addition to it. So I've seen you can get a five, but you could also get it graded a nine with one of these qualifiers. Right. Other than this, it would be a nine. Right. 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 Okay. So so it could be something post production is what I'm getting at, Dan. Yeah. Okay. I I guess. I'm just trying to think of the things that could, you know, could qualify for things like this. Like he said, off center, missing something. It there's could it be could ooh, something not good. printed. I've had some that have been like out of focus before. Yeah, missing missing color. Then missing, um, missing missing caption. Yeah, missing caption. Yeah, or something like yeah. I like missing caption. Let's let's go with that. Let's 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 yeah. Let's move off of it, even if it's wrong. Let's. I like missing caption. Yeah, let's do that. You start to get closer. It's miscut, so it's an miscut. Often more than one card being visible. Yeah, yeah, that makes so much sense. Okay. Okay. And you did kind of start alluding to some of what these other ones might be. So I'll skip a few. Uh, Okay. Next one is um S T. ST. ST. What could that be? Um, well, let's work through the things that could happen to a card because I think that that's what this is all okay. about. Yeah. So you've got, you you could have it be off center. You could have it be miscut. You could have it be out of focus. Yeah. It could be, could this be like from like residue from the, from the gum in the packet, in the package? stain staining hmm. yeah that could it could be stained as the st and stain i'm just i'm exactly. looking pa- i'm looking back at cards that i used to have yeah, i like that. that were that were problems with the card yeah i like it stained as the st for stained yeah 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 we hadn't thought about the fact maybe yeah, yeah. The letters are just part of one word so. i had yeah. one of every nine cards i had had gum yeah staining on it, you know? so <laughs> huh. yeah let's go with it Yep, staining, and it usually is gum. Good job, Dan. Way to suss that out, man. Wow. Um, I have OF, which is out of focus. You guys kind of discussed that a a bit already. Uh, Mm -hmm. What about PD? I mean, that, that, I don't know what it would mean, but that could be the whole thing where something's missing. Or package damaged, damaged, or, Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, but that would be like a whole pack. That would be the whole pack, though, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because you said something about, like, missing information or something like that. Is that what we... Missing... Or... What did you say? Missing content? Did you say missing... When we were talking about the first one, about the MC. Yeah. Missing... It was miscut, right? Yeah. It was missing... Ca- we went missing caption. But... Yeah. Um uh, 
something PD. or distribute poor, you know, is that possible? Um, um, something. Doesn't sound precise enough. Yeah, I'm not. Print, I'm trying to think of anything else that would be. Print damaged or print something. Double? Oh. Print double? Like a double. Yeah, like, like, like a, a double, double like image. A, like a double like image. A shadow thing. or something in the printing. Yeah. Or huh. like it, like it gets stamped twice, and it's just that you know, double huh. print on the front. Yeah, That'd I don't know. Interesting. I I don't have anything better, but yeah. that's yeah. That's... Let's go with that just to uh, just yeah. to say it's something. Better yeah. if the letters are reversed, but yeah. yeah, printed double. Yeah. So I think you might have just gotten a little too specific. It's just a print defect. Oh, okay. Print yeah. defect. There you go. Okay. Um, and maybe one more, and this this one's pretty difficult, so if you don't get it right away, um, uh, just to let you know, this one is not something from the factory. It's maybe something that happened to it after someone owned it. It's AA. 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 Um, oh, is it, is this is bad, you said? These are all bad. Okay. I was going to say autograph authentication. A. Now we're back to this stained creased yeah i know that sometimes like the famous t206 honus wagner card they shaved like the sides to get the to to get the wear and tear off of it so it looked like it had a crisp sides but i don't know what that would be that would be an aa definition of that hmm artificially augmented there um augmented is nice i like that yeah Especially on when he said that'd be hard. Yeah, artificially augmented sounds good. I think we'd just go with that. Because that's something kind of like that. You've got the right definition. It's altered authentic. Okay. So it's saying it's an authentic card, but they're not even going to grade it because it's either been recolored or trimmed or something's been done to it. That's Hmm. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, the famous T206 Honus Wagner card was like that. They shaved the because it's just a little smaller than what it should be because they shaved the edges of it to to crisp it up, you know. Melt them down and make new cards. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> <Big coins. laughs> All right, I like those. Those are good. Yeah, that's fun. All right. Scott, what you got for us? Well, in previous years, what we've done is uh, we just said, okay, pick five questions that are in your wheelhouse of interest and, uh, you know, we'll kind of go with that and – uh, I don't have any lists, unfortunately. I didn't. I, the dog ate my homework when it came to that. But uh, these are just five general topics that I'm definitely had an interest in lately. Some of them longer than that. But one of them, my first one is is in baseball stadiums. I'm one of those guys that's trying to get to every major league baseball park, and I mean, I'm, I'm that close, man. I've only got like six more to go. That's impressive. But well, it's I should have had it done a long time ago. Well, especially when they keep opening new ones. That well, that kind of hurts it too. So I'm actually Oakland's one of the ones I'm trying to get to. So I'm just holding out on Oakland. I'm just like, you know what? We'll go to Vegas in 2027. It'll be fine. That'll that'll. You don't need to go to. I don't need to go to to (laughs) There's a reason I haven't been there yet, man. Uh, no offense to anyone listening from the Oakland area. No, you, they shouldn't take offense. They know. But the, the stadium's <laughs> not the best. But um, in the topic of baseball stadiums, since it's one of the topics near and dear to my heart, 
I found I, all these questions are just going to be things that I was like, huh, that's interesting sort of thing. Uh, Bobby Vasquez, a.k.a. Bobby Dynamite, has had a particular role as a spectator at Minute Maid Park since 2001. Because of this, he was the only fan allowed in the park during the COVID season of 2020. What does Bobby do at the park? Is that where they have the train and they have a train operator when they hit a home run? It's exactly what I was thinking, too. So, But they said he's the only fan allowed in the park. Uh, would, would he be a point. fan? Would he be a fan? I don't know. I mean, um, I would think that the driver would be a higher guy, but would you call him Bobby Dynamite? Bobby Dynamite. Yeah. Is that lead us anywhere? Is his it... real name is Bobby Vasquez, but he's known as Bobby Dynamite. Is he related to Napoleon? The nickname is. Oh. <laughs> that's in my, uh, that's in my, uh, little, explanation bit of the uh, answer okay. here okay so does he do crazy dances on screen perhaps during intermissions or seventh inning stretch or something like that maybe they broadcast him during covid doing his little fire up dance or whatever he does Ooh, i like that yeah i, got I like that a lot actually because that dynamite napoleon dynamite the dance scene mm -hmm. yeah yeah all right, you want to go with that? Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right, let's do it. Talk yourself out of the right answer. He is the train conductor in the outfield that travels the train across when they hit uh, home runs and win. Uh, and is he an actual fan, or is he's he an actual the... fan? Yeah, he's not uh, a wow. from my research. He's not an employee of uh, <laughs> of of the team. He just gets into the uh, train, drives it two and a half miles an hour, uh, the 45 feet or however far it is, uh, after home runs and wins. Uh, mm -hmm. his nickname comes from when he used to do the Napoleon dynamite dance during the 2004 season. Uh, but he has only missed 13 games since 2001 and thankfully doesn't need a license to move the electric powered train for 40 seconds at a time after Astros home runs and after the home team wins. Two and a half miles an hour. I think I was stuck behind him on the tollway the other day. <laughs> Traveling at the speed of smell. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's my line. Thank you very much. That's a quarter. <laughs> oh, I'll owe you. Actually, I got one in my bedroom. Let me go get it. Okay. Yeah, thanks. Yep. All right. So I'm going to take a page from what Greg did last year, which was a an autobiographical um, set. And mine are all going to be autobiographical things that I either, for the most part, are things that I experienced as a fan. Um, but there are a couple, you'll, you'll, you'll get how it goes. So on this first one, I was in attendance in August uh, 1988 when the Minnesota Twins pulled off a rare 743 triple play against Cleveland. Um, one of my all time favorite twins started this feat with a leaping catch off the Metrodome's plexiglass. Who was this player who came up with the Giants, retired with the Tigers, and was one of seven players to be on both the 87 and 91 World Series championship teams? Who was the left fielder in 88? Basically what they say. And in 87 and in 91, by the way. Just... They didn't have Kevin Mitchell, did they? He didn't come up with the Giants. He came up with the Mets. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
And if it helps at all, he is a broadcaster for the Minnesota Twins. Interesting. Color guy. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know what this could be. Yeah, my twins depth is limited for sure. Wasn't wasn't Kirby Puckett the center fielder for that team? I don't remember Kirby playing for those other teams there. I was going to say him yeah, right he, away. Too. Too. He definitely played 91. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He definitely he came up in like, 85 with the Twins, 84, something like that. He only played for the Twins, never played for yeah. anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. Okay. I um, remember the names. If if it jars anything, I mean, yeah, you had Frank Viola playing that, that outfield, but maybe maybe it'll – Yeah. Yeah. I think Gaetti at third, Herbick at first, yeah. Laudner maybe, um, Easton. Outfield. Um, I don't know. JT Snow. I guarantee you this is going to be a name you know when you when you yeah, hear it. Yeah, probably will be. He's blanking on it now. Um, yeah, Tigers isn't going to help me. I don't follow much American League. He had fantabulous hair. <laughs> long, long blonde hair. Long blonde hair, huh? <laughs> I don't know it. I still don't know it. Yeah. Let's have our misery, Dan. What, All right. What's, yeah. what's our answer? This was, uh, this, was, this was Dan Gladden. Oh, Dan Gladden. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know he came up with the Giants. That's interesting. I, I remember him with the Giants for sure. Yeah. But wouldn't have dug that name out. Nice. Dan Gladden. Yeah, that's that's deep cut. I do remember during the series in 87, one of the teachers in my school pointed out that I forgot, I'm forgetting the name now, that he went to my grammar school as well. It was the shortstop yeah. in the basement for the twins. Oh, okay. Um, I have to look that I, up. T- uh, Tim Tuffle? Um, no. Um, Hagley Arulo played for him then, but no, no, he was in 91. Never mind. Um, all right. Anyway, we'll, we'll, uh, while you think of that, we'll go to Gary for the next set. All right. I've got, I've got a set of lists today, really, as opposed to direct questions. I do have one direct question, but I think everybody might know that, which takes the fun out of it. Um, but this list is, it kind of merges my love for geography with sports. And I have various countries and what their most popular sports are based on uh, viewership and participation. And I want to see if I give you a country, if you can nail their top three popular sports. Top three? Well, I think the top one in a lot of these is going to be pretty easy. We can can go for two if you want to go for two. No, we can try two. Do it the way that you thought, the way you drew it up. Okay, let's see if you can get three in any order for Brazil, since we ended in Brazil on our prior set of questions. So, so football, I mean, soccer. No. Basketball? Definitely. Probably yeah. basketball and volleyball, maybe? Oh, yeah, volleyball's a good good. Unless maybe some sort of capoeira or hand-to-hand combat. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> like literally it's called brazilian jiu-jitsu yeah <laughs> that's true but uh i would say some sort of martial art just to keep it general 
could have Muay Thai. You could have. Um, I'm trying to think of. I mean, the, isn't the only reason that it's Brazilian Jiu Jitsu is because of Hoist Gracie, though? That's correct. Yeah, yeah. With the silent R. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like that. It's not. It's more of an H sounding R. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, okay. You want to go volleyball uh, uh, or basketball? Soccer, basketball, arts. and some kind of martial art. Yeah. You want to say Bra- Brazilian the, jiu-jitsu? Yeah, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. You're just for fun. We're not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. What you got? We have number one is soccer. Yeah. Number three is basketball. Number yeah. two, though, you had it. It is volleyball. There it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always go with the gut. Yeah, I see judo way down at number nine, and something called capoeira. Capoeira, yeah, capoeira. That's like that's a dance martial art. That's basically not a lot of uh. Oh, that comes in four. That one's yeah. close. So yeah, yep. capoeira is a basically it's like dancing in uh, in martial arts. There's not a lot of attack to it. Someone listening right now who does capoeira is probably going to drive to my house and beat me up for saying it that way. Nice. All right, let's uh, let's move over to Europe and see how you do with Germany. I feel like how we go soccer and basketball again. Soccer and basketball. Soccer, basketball. <laughs> what what can, uh, what else do Germans do well? Auto racing. Now this is participation. Popularity. Yeah, yeah is this in popularity I, or participation? Like yeah, stuff they know, watch I, or I stuff they do. I think it's more. I think it's more in the viewing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it could be something. I know a lot of Europeans like darts, snooker, and tennis. There's a lot of tennis players. There's a lot of tennis. Yeah, yeah. I like tennis. Um, so soccer, tennis. What was our? What was the other one that we had? Basketball again. Yeah, I mean, the, the basketball. I mean, soccer and basketball are both in the Bundesliga. Okay. Um, I really like tennis as an answer, but I could be talked out of it. You don't like F1 racing? Yeah, you're right. I guess Schumacher. Is Schumacher German? I don't know if Schumacher's even German. So. It would make sense with or, if he's or of, or if he German is descent. if he is and, German, that makes sense that they'd like it because he's quite good. And Vettel also. Okay. Okay. Talk me out of it. I like it. Let's uh let's go with right. basketball, kickball, and uh, auto racing. Yeah. All right. Let's go with that. What was the number two you said? I'm sorry. What was the middle thing again? Soccer. Uh, soccer. Yeah. Kickball. Basketball, soccer, and auto racing. So number one is soccer. Number two, not mentioned, is golf. Oh. Oh. And ice hockey made number three. Ice hockey, German ice the hockey. German ice hockey players, wow. huh? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Okay. That's a new, I never would have thought they'd be in ice hockey. That's interesting. All right. Let's go one more. Let's go to Japan. Japan. Sumo? I just, in my head, I see the, the little airplane from Street Fighter 2 just traveling to all these different countries. Mm-hmm. Sumo, right? Sumo's gigantic. Sumo's, yeah. sumo's, well, they're big guys, so it's got to be. Baseball? Uh, uh, baseball's big. 
sumo's big. Uh, Skateboarding? Kickball again? <laughs> soccer again? Uh, is there... I mean, the women's soccer team is great. From yeah. Japan. Yeah. Yeah. The women's soccer team is great. Um, I like that soccer. What else are they? Uh, soccer, baseball, and sumo. Yeah. That might just be it, dude. I think sumo right. over judo, right? Yeah. Definitely sumo over judo. Yeah. Judo is big over there, but sumo is like a cultural aspect okay. of it. Yeah. 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 All right, Gary, what we got? Just that easy, baby. You got it. Baseball, number one. Sumo, number two. Soccer, number three. Nice. Well done. Great. All right, let's move on to Greg. Okay. Some more uh, questions based in cards. This time going over to basketball cards. So from 1968 to 1981, Tops had a monopoly on basketball cards, and then they just stopped making them. In 1986, Fleer started making cards, and that 1986 Fleer set is the, probably the, one of the most famous sets in sports card history. Um, it has 12 different Hall of Famers' first cards. No, it's called their rookie cards. It might not have been their rookie season, but it's their first card. Um, one of them is Michael Jordan. Card's worth over $200,000 if you have it. This is a card that would, you could have bought in packs when we were kids. Um, but there's 11 other Hall of Famers in there. Rookie cards all in the thousands and thousands of dollars. Just want to see how many of them you can name. 1986, so they were in the league by 86. That so, was, okay. Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing. That was going to be one of my top draft picks. Yeah. Charles Barkley. Got to be in there. He's 83-84, right? How about, uh, about Clyde Drexler? Clyde Drexler player. was around then, too. Yep. Uh, let's go. Was Malone in the league by then? Was I Pippen? bet he was. Pippen wasn't. I thought he was like an eighty-seven guy. Um, I don't know if Malone was or not either. Let's uh, let me keep digging. Okay. So How about their first card, you could go with somebody older, right? Yeah, and that's right. It's got to be well, they in the league them. by Jordan's got to be one of them. Well, he, he already said Jordan. Jordan. Oh, you did Jordan, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I was. I missed that. I'm sorry. That was the yeah. default. Yeah. How about Magic or Bird? Magic, Magic and Bird. Yeah, those are the obvious ones. Yeah. No, that they were both in the '81 top set. Oh, okay. So it's not, okay. Oh. So it, there's there's that separation there. So, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant gotcha, the gotcha, gotcha, card gotcha. Okay. by Fleer guy. So it. basically, '82 to '86, they came to the league. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now, somewhere in that range is Isaiah Thomas. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. um, Olajuwon. Did we say Olajuwon already? We did no. not, but I like that. That is one. Well, uh, what about James Worthy? Might be a little. Newer. Newer. No, Worthy was on the 83. Uh, yeah, you're right. NCAA championship team. Oh. Worthy is one. Okay. Oh. about about... Uh, Dominique Wilkins. That is the second most expensive card in that set. There wow. you go. Nice. How many we got, Greg? I don't know for certain, but I'm just trying to keep track of my list here. Uh, see you missing one, two, three, at least three. Okay, so we're missing three. Okay. So Tell 82 me. to 86. Who's our 82 to 86 guys that made the Hall of Fame? 
wouldn't be Chris Mullen, would it? Would Chris Mullen be one of those? He's a Hall of Famer. Wow. He is one of them, 1986. Jack Sigma's too old, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's too bad. Uwe uh, Blum's not going to make it, but I'd love it if he was there. How about Clyde Drexler? Said I him. think we already named Did we say that? Okay. I'm sorry. Um, I'm, I must have missed. Okay. Um, let's see. Robinson was 1990. Uh, we got any other... Celtic, I mean, like uh, Kevin McHale. That's that's who I was trying to come up with there. Couldn't what about it. Kevin McHale? No, no, Kevin McHale. No. Okay, no, he was he was earlier than that. He was earlier. He was early in eighty. Okay, feels like dream team names. Well, I went through a, pretty much all the dream teamers, yeah. and either that they're either named or uh, or later. Like David Robinson was like a nineteen ninety guy. So, how about John Stockton? Is he too? Young? That's what I was saying. Was well, Stockton and Malone are the two that I can't quite yeah. parse uh, in my head? Um, who else I want to say those right are what late eighties guys. Uh, Eighty six. But the X Man, he's not. You know, he's not a Hall of Famer. Never mind. Uh, I'm just going around in my head in the league, just going around like this. Like, yeah, exactly. What about um? Oh, he was the other twin tower. Not Ralph Sampson. Ralph oh, Sampson. Yeah. Big Virginia. Ralph Sampson right. ones. Yeah. yeah. Good pull. Okay. And so that leaves us one. Uh two more, I think. Two. One of them you've named, but you haven't decided to, to throw Okay, it out then card. Carl Malone. Let's go ahead yeah. and just say Carl Malone. <laughs> okay. Nice. Uh, and that leaves us one. 82 to 86. Came All right. Out. How about the how about the Detroit teams like the Land Oh, Deer? like a Joe Dumars or a, a uh, Joe yeah. Dumars went in the Hall of Fame, though. Or even uh, uh, the Worm there. Rodman, is he about No, that? he's a little he, later. Yeah. Well, he, maybe not. He was on the 88. He was definitely 88, 89 guy. But I think it was still later. What was Dan, uh, when was Danny Ainge? He's not in the Hall of Fame, I don't think. Um, yeah, you're right, he's not. Why do I have trouble digging names? Um, he is not set though. The, the, the guy Miller, Reggie Miller, too young, probably. A little bit too young, I bet. Yeah, I think he's just a skosh too young. I don't know. Have so we, have we said moving, this name yet? You've said the name. Okay. Oh. oh. Okay. Uh, so, it's someone who is in the Hall of Fame? Joe Dumars. So Joe Dumars. Oh, Joe Dumars. Dumars. Oh, so Dumars uh, is in the Hall of Fame. I didn't think he was in the Hall of Fame. Nice. Interesting. And some other okay. rookies in the set: uh, Danny Ainge, Manute Bowl, Kurt Rambis, Byron Scott, Spud Webb. Those are all the, the big cards in that set. And nice. Doesn't matter who you have in that set; it, it's worth something. Nice. There's a name. <laughs> I didn't right. get start collecting basketball cards till 1990 with the hoops set. Hoops, yeah, yep. first hoops set. Yep. All right, Scott, we're going to you. All right, another topic of my interest. Uh, we just had my favorite holiday not too long ago with Thanksgiving. Love Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's my all-time favorite holiday. I know it's Dan's favorite holiday as well. He and I share a brain, so we got to share passions as well. Uh, there's nothing not to like about Thanksgiving. You eat, you watch football, you don't have, mostly don't, most people don't have to work the next day. It's a nice four day weekend. It's beautiful. It's, it's the perfect holiday. And Thanksgiving and football go together 
like peanut butter and chocolate, man. Who doesn't love it? So I came up with a Thanksgiving football question. Detroit Lions owner George A. Richards started the tradition of the Lions playing on Thanksgiving in 1934, but he was not the first team. His was not the first team to do so. The practice of Thanksgiving Day games stretches back to 1876 with Yale and Princeton being the first. However, his ownership of what other type of business set his efforts apart from the others and likely helped grow the game to become the one as we know it today? So George A. Richards owned what other type of business? Oh, I've heard this before. So is this possibly something food-related, are we thinking, whether or not turkey farmer or... Well, if uh, people are going to watch football on Thanksgiving, I was thinking maybe it's a way to get people to do something they wouldn't do without football. So maybe he owns the television or the radio station because they wouldn't have those things on otherwise. And yeah, yes, I've, I've heard I this think, before, but it's not. I, I think I think he might have been. I think he might have owned radio stations. I think that's. Hmm. What year did it start? Nineteen thirty-four. So yeah, radio, not television. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Yeah, I saw. I saw something about that when I was researching my last game, my final game. We we're talking about the uh, the Honolulu Blue. Hmm. How how he came up with that, um, I I think that's I think that's got to be it. I think it's radio stations. It seems to make sense. Yeah. Well, George Richards owned several radio stations, and one of them being WJR, a Detroit-based radio station that he was able to negotiate to carry the uh, games on his network. And sure enough, it helped grow the game to what it is today. Excellent job figuring that one out. All right. Um, with mine, you already well, let's let's I'll throw the question out there and we'll we'll see how quickly this goes. Um so c- going off the uh the piggyback of the 743 triple play, on July 17th, 1990, the twins became the only team in Major League Baseball history to record two triple plays in one game. Both were done in the traditional 5-4-3 fashion. Please name me. I said two of the three players who were part of that historic event, but I'm going to say three now because I think you, you'll you you'll know why. Um, and for bonus points, against which team did this happen? So, yeah, I, I assume Gaetti at third, Herbick at first. Yeah, those, those, are the, those are the two that I was expecting you to get. So the, 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 the third one, though, I don't – I. You're not going to get it, so I guess I'm not going to say name the third one. But Gene Larkin, it was not Gene Larkin. Um, it was it was a platoon player that uh, filled in at second and shortstop. Um, the only famous thing you'll ever see of him was that he was one of the one of the guy. He was the guy that danced with Kirby Puckett when they won the the World Series in '87. It was Al Newman was the uh... Newman. And uh, do you remember? Do you know who they played it? Who they uh, did that against? That would be just taking a wild stab, but uh, I'll say it, the White Sox because I'd love to see that happen. It was <laughs> not the White Sox, but it does. It is. It is the team that somebody in this uh, game does enjoy. Oh, it's probably the Red Sox. It was the Red Sox. Yes. There we go. Yeah. Yep. Yep. There we go. All right. So let's uh, move back to Gary again. 
All right. I, I've got a couple of just regular hockey-related questions. And if the first one ends up being too easy, we'll hit the other one as well. But I, I don't know how well-known this is or not. Wayne but, Gretzky. Uh, <laughs> he's the answer to everything. It, he is, except this. Uh, yeah. Which future Hall of Fame Major League Baseball pitcher was drafted into the NHL ahead of two other NHL future Hall of Famers? Let's see if I can turn a specific hat around uh, yep. for today. Uh, yeah. I've got uh, my brace. Yeah, Tom Glavin was uh, yep. a very high draft pick. Yep. That's absolutely right. Yep. Yeah, that's that's absolutely right. In '84, he was picked by the Kings in the fourth round, uh, which was ahead of Brett Hull and Luke Robitaille. Yeah. Um, Scrubs. But, uh, so, <laughs> go to the other one, real quick. There's a lot of hockey families that have, uh, you know, Suter. many many. <laughs> Suter with the the six Suter brothers is that what? That was that was where I was going, and I was going to say, how many of the six can you name? None of them. Uh, last name I can name. I mean, they're already named, right? But yeah, how many can you tell us? Yeah. All right. There's there's Daryl, Brian, his other brother Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give credit. I like that. Yeah. There's there's Daryl. There's Brian. There's uh, Ron. Yeah. It's funny. They're all familiar when you start naming them. I couldn't pull them out of a hat if I needed to. There's one that's either Brett or Brent. It's one of the two. Brent sounds right. I don't know. I just don't know, man. I'm impressed You're you up. got three and a half of them. Oh, this this was my this was my heyday for watching. Hockey. Right, right. Was there a rich? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, let's let's just tag these as you nail them here because you've said most of them, if not all of them now. You had Daryl, it was Brent, there is Rich. What else did you say? Uh, uh Ron. Ron. Ron is right, yes. Brian. Brian. Brian sure. is right. So I, I don't have any others. There's there's one more I can't I don't know who it is. Little Bobby. Uh, the yeah. final Little... one is Dwayne. Dwayne. I never would have got that. Wow. I good job, Dan. can't say I've ever heard of Dwayne Suter. Good job. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah, that was good. Nice. All right. Back to Greg. Okay. Going to stick with the Hall of Fame question here going to baseball. There are five Hall of Famers who spent at least 22 years in the league and played for just one team. Can you name them? Ernie 22 Banks. years. In or 22 league. seasons in the league. Okay. Ernie, sure. Ernie Banks, right? 22 or more, are you saying? Yeah. Is Not Ernie Banks. No. You said 22 seasons or yes. more? Yes. What year did Jeter? Well, we retire? said Puckett already. Was he 22 years? He, no. I don't think he was 22 not. years. Yeah, he had a relatively no. short career. When did Jeter retire? Is that 98? Because if it was, that's 22 years. Came up in, I think, 96. Hmm. Or I said 98. I meant uh, 2018. Well, he went into the hall oh, three, four, five years ago. So it was before. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah, and he's not one of them. 
Um, there's going to be some Yankees on there. They're just uh, you know who's not on this list. Uh, um, Newman. Yeah, yeah. Al Newman. Is, I was going to say is Ricky, Al Newman's is Ricky Al, Henderson. Is a is Al Newman's middle name like Edward or something? Because if it's Alfred E. Newman, I'm just going. On. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Um. Um. Okay. What about Ted Williams? Here. Is Ted Williams one of them? Is not he, he? He took time off in the middle. I know he had those two Granted. wars. He had to go fight. How about like, like a Maury Wills? Somebody like that? Was he? I don't. I don't know how long somebody like that seasons. played. And these are all big names. It's not like yeah, sure. guys from yeah. the Dead Ball era. Yeah, I would. I would think they almost. Oh, okay. How about, yeah. how about Ty Cobb. Ty Cobb played for the Athletics. Oh, did he? Wow. Yeah, that's right. Um, Hank Aaron played for the Brewers. Yeah, he did. Oh, he did play for the Brewers. That's right. Shoot. Um, if you want, I can start giving you teams. About to say, I was about Mike, to say Willie Mays. What about, but Mike, he played what for about the Mike Schmidt? Mike Schmidt. He's not one of them. I'm guessing he doesn't have doesn't have the years. What about um, George Brett? What about George Brett? Nope. Dear God. How about any of your Red? How about any of your Red Sox? Who's who's long time? I keep. Well, I was going with like I said, Ted Williams was about the best guess I had with. Uh, How about like Yogi Berra? Not not. I'm shifting teams, but sure. Yogi Berra is a pretty good guess. Played for the Mets. Oh, that's right. He did play for the Mets. I did not know. Okay, start giving us some teams, Greg. It's harder than I thought it'd be. Yeah. I would start with the Red Sox. Most yeah. games played for the team. Jim Jim, Jim Rice? No. no Jim, Jim Rice didn't He played have somewhere else. Career. He just didn't have the years. Uh, um, D.E., what's his name? Evans? Was that a Red Sox? Dwight Evans? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I mean, Yastrzemski, I, I know Fisk moved on, but Yastrzemski, was he uh, that Ooh, long? Yaz. Yeah, Yaz is a good one. Yeah. yeah. Let's go with Yaz. Completely 23 years. One of two guys with 23 years. Yeah. yeah. Yaz. Um, let's go to the Orioles. Oh, Cal Ripken? Not Ripken. He, he wasn't there long enough. So Murray or Belander? Mur- Murray played for the Dodgers. Oh. oh. Um. Um. Who's the uh who's oh the Robinson? Guy? Brooks Robinson. Brooks Robinson. There you go. Yep. Goodness gracious. Uh, Cardinals. Ooh. Stan Musial. Stan Musial. Musial. Tigers. Not Ty Cobb. Um, Not Ty Cobb. <laughs> Rammel. Uh, Green uh, Greenberg. Not Hank Greenberg. No, um, not Trammel. Not no. Um, oh, Whitaker. Lou Whitaker. Oh, no. no. Really? I, okay. I checked I them. They were both less than 20 years, I think. Trimal and Whitaker. Gosh. Um, I want to say retired in the late 60s, early 70s. I'll have to check that. Yeah, I'm not going to pull it. Who we got? 500 home runs, I think. Oh, in that case, I should pull it. Um, I could be wrong. Um, Al Caline. Al Cowling. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's yeah. a fairly good name. And the Giants. 
All right. Um. Oh, um, McCovey. No, not McCovey. Um, Went into the hall in forty-seven. The oldest <laughs> player on the list. Oh, uh, in that case, yeah, I'm never going to get that, it. That helps. That rules out a lot of names. I was thinking. Giants. Huh. Um. Giants. Oh, Mel Ott. Mel Ott. Mel Ott. Mel Ott is correct. Good wow. job. I blank on some of those old guys' names. I just do. Mel Ott. And Caroline was 399 home runs. I'm just double checking. Still strong. All right. We're moving back to you, Scott. Okay. Now, this is going to be a subject that uh, maybe only Dan and I, since again, we share a break, have any interest in, but this is an interesting uh, piece of trivia, if nothing else. Uh, and if anybody knows me, they know that I really like championship belts. I really like championship belts. Like, I have more than one belt guy that I work with to make championship belts. It's just a hobby. So this is going to be this is going to be a hard question, but Dan probably knows it um, because of its infamous origin. Uh, what was the nickname bestowed to the AWA World Heavyweight Championship title belt used mostly in the mid nineteen eighties and held by the likes of Stan Hansen, Jumbo Tashurta, Rick Martel, and most notably Nick Bockwinkel? I mean, I know what the belt looks like. Um... Oh, uh, what was? I, mean, I can see it in my head. It's a big gaudy belt. Yeah, it's oh, just yeah. a really oh, yeah. big. It was the ugly... big gold belt before the big. It was gold kind belt. of their big gold belt. Yeah. Oh man! But it wasn't gold. Ironically enough, it was no. a, a big silver ugly belt. But it was huge. You probably remember Nick Bockwinkel and Ric Flair. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. NWA versus AWA belt versus belt matches that went nowhere. And Bachwinkle had this big, huge belt and uh, Flair had a much smaller one. Um, I don't remember ever having it ever been called anything in particular. So. Yeah, there's really no way into this unless, you know, I was hoping you'd lead the other guys into it. If you knew it, uh, I, mean, I know who the final guy to hold it was. You come from uh, uh, AWA territory. Yeah, I, I watched AWA growing up. Yeah. Actually, do you know who the final guy was? It was uh, Larry Zabisco. No, he was the last guy to hold a championship, but not necessarily this belt. Oh, Because there okay. was a replacement belt after this belt. Oh, then no, I don't know. Yeah. Well, this belt, uh, again, because of its infamous origins, uh, was known as the inmate belt because it was literally made by penitentiary inmates. <laughs> Uh, it stopped being used when its last champion that held it, Stan Hansen, left the AWA and took the championship belt with him to Japan. Uh, when AWA owner Vern Gagne threatened to sue him over the belt, Hansen ran over the belt with his truck and sent the remaining pieces back to Gagne. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Wow. Yeah. When you get a chance, Dan, look up the inmate belt history. Uh, when it comes to the AWA. Wow. Uh, again, I know you're an AWA territory. Oh, yeah. I, I loved AWA, but yeah. who didn't? 
It's fun times in the eighties. All right. Well, we're going to go to, again, this is, um, this is autobiographical. So I'm um, in a game that I really should stop dwelling on. The 1998 Vikings lost a heartbreaking game to the Atlanta Falcons, costing them a trip to the Super Bowl, causing me to cry real tears on the steps of my friend's house in the bitter cold Brooklyn Park, Minnesota winter. That game saw a pair of non-American born kickers who were inextricably linked to one another for a variety of reasons. But please name both kickers. And for a bonus, name their native countries. Was one of them Morton Anderson? I'm thinking Gary Anderson was probably the one for the Vikings. Gary Anderson was a Vikings kicker, mm-hmm. for sure. And, and Morton, I was wondering was about Morton that. on the other side. He, I remember him real well with no, or no, or was it, I don't think it was Morton Anderson. I think it was, um, it wasn't Fouad Ravise. It wasn't, it was, uh, something like Fouad. Because I think the other kicker actually ended up winning the game for him, for Atlanta. But Gary Anderson's definitely the the Vikings kicker. And does anybody have an idea where he's from? I'm guessing we're talking like Denmark or something to that. Yeah, it's definitely Scandinavian. Yeah. Um, that I don't know. Uh, I'm just trying to think of the other kicker. Who was the one that blew his knee out? With the celebration jump, Grammatica. Grammatica. Yeah, maybe Martin Grammatica. I'm going to stop you right where you are because okay. it, it it is Morton Anderson. Oh, it is Morton Anderson. Oh, okay, so I thought he might have been with Atlanta. It's just I think he played longer with New Orleans, right? Yeah, he okay. did. He most definitely yeah. did, and it so was Gary it was, Anderson. Yeah, it was Anderson and versus Morton, Anderson. And where was Morton Anderson from? Was he like maybe German? I. I I don't know where they're from. He'd be a hockey player. If you Greg, play. you got any no. idea where either one of these guys are from? No, I would have said Scandinavian or just maybe say Canada for one of them. Just because it's ah, sure. I've heard of Morton Anderson, and I can't think of it. Darn yeah. it. All right. Where, where are they from, Dan? Well, Morton Anderson is from Denmark. All right. Gary Anderson, however, is South African. Oh, oh interesting. Wow. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Okay. They have a lot of Gary's there. Gary played. Yeah. It's funny. Do have a lot of Gary's? Yeah. All right. Um, moving on to uh, back to Gary again. Yeah, back to Gary. Back the to non-South me. African Gary that we have on the yeah, show. Exactly. Exactly. So one of my other big loves in sports is is team nicknames. Um, so I, I've got a list of the most common used NCAA sports nicknames, um, all divisions, not just Div 1. Um, and this is stripping off the any kind of uh, qualifiers, you know, like Devils, if it's, you know, Blue Devils, Devils would be the answer, right? So okay. uh, see if you can get the top... Let's say five, because I think a few of them end up being kind of easy. So, I'll, uh, I'll so wait. you want the most named schools? The most nicknames? commonly named okay. um, nicknames, um, stripping off any qualifiers. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so Tigers? Tigers has got to be one, and Bulldogs think, has got to be one. I think Eagles is the is the biggest one. Yeah. 
That sounds good too. Yeah, because there's golden eagles and there's yeah, yeah. Okay, so you want to say tigers, eagles, uh, bulldogs is one because there's Georgia, there's uh, there's uh, Mississippi State just in the SEC. There's there's a bunch of bulldogs ones. Yeah. Um. How? What are we stripping away the wild from the wild cats? So we're not. Cats. We're not. Okay. No. okay. And uh, actually, there's there's six teams because there is a tie for fifth, so you've got a bonus chance of Ooh. getting something. Okay. Okay, so we want to lock in eagles and tigers for sure, and I think bulldogs too. Bulldogs is a good guess too. Um, that leaves us with two to three left. I think wildcats is also one. Yeah, because you got Kansas is is Kansas State. They're, they're wildcats. Gonna, yeah. How many Kentucky. are we doing? Trying to get the top five. Trying to get top five, but. Plant. Sixth. Fifth, yeah, fifth so has. I'm going to take, take so. either of those, but if you want to go for both, feel free. I, I like the five we have. Then, how about like Aggies? Because there are so many. A&Ms oh, out there. that's a great guess. Yeah, there's a ton of Aggies out there. Yeah. How about bears? Yeah, you've got your golden bears. You've got your. Um, black bears. All right, what are we locking in with for sure? Tigers, right? Yeah. Bulldogs, eagles. Yeah. yeah. I like Aggies, man. There's a lot of Aggies out there. What do we think about Wildcats? Yeah, I could go Wildcats. Sure. So beyond right. Arizona and Kansas, what else is there? Kentucky. Yeah. I mean, this is this is all the way through NCAA too. What about any general birds other than eagles, like cardinals or hawks? Hawks. Ooh, probably a lot of hawks out there. I know Miami's Miami's the red hawks, uh, Jayhawks. (laughs) There are a lot of hawks out there. I don't know. Let's let's throw the Aggies in there and see how it goes. Okay. Okay. So we said tigers, bulldogs, eagles, wildcats, and Aggies. Yeah. Which two did we miss, Gary? (laughs) Well, let me tell you. The number one name on the list at 118 schools throughout NCAA is Eagles. You're correct. Go Eagles. Most most popular. Um, Tigers, you said, is number three at 72. Bulldogs is number five, tied at fifty-eight with a team that was not or a name that was not mentioned. There's not going to be fifty-eight Aggies, and Aggies did not make the list. If you look at Div One, Aggies did finish ninth with five teams, but they are not on the top even twelve. In um, and you had Wildcats, which comes in at. 10th place oh. on the all-time list. 7th place if we were talking Div 1, so not top 5 either way. Okay. Um, and is that... Did you lock in with anything else, or was that it? I think that was it, yeah. Because Hawks was a good one. Hawks was number wow. 2, 106. Wow. Oh, there you go. A lot of Hawks. The fighting 
Hawks of North Dakota also. Um, and number four is, we're going to go full circle back to Thanksgiving games. It is the Lions. Wow. Oh. There are a lot of Lions, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Cowboys. Cowboys? Not bad. Not bad, though. All right. We're going back to Greg. Okay. So sticking with players who played 22 years, my namesake, Greg Nettles. Um, I guess maybe a lot of listeners might not know that my name is spelled G-R-A-I-G after Greg Nettles. He played for six different teams in his career. Simple. I'm just going to ask if you can name them. Yeah, probably not. I remember him as a Yankee. Uh, yeah, Yankees. Yeah, he's sure. definitely Yankee. Why do I the... want to say San Diego? Yep, yep, San Diego. Yeah. Yep. yeah. He played for the Dodgers, I think, right? He did not. He did not? Greg Nettles. I don't, it feels like Tigers keep coming up, and I don't know anything about the Tigers. How do you feel about Tigers? Um, AC, I'm trying to think of where I can picture him. Yeah, I'm so completely out on this question. This is will be oh, y'all. He, he came Here's up with the twins. Seattle. He we came up the with twins. the twins. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Uh, um, can't see. So, twins, Yankees, uh, Padres, Padres, not Dodgers. Uh, Seattle. Why does it feel like maybe? No, 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 he didn't play for Seattle. You ever having uh he had a stop off between Minnesota and New York. Um and then he, he held on. He he's one of those guys that held on too long and played for like two or three different teams at the end of his career. Uh, what about the um, Reds or somebody like that? You got the Reds, you got the Braves, you got the Cardinals, you got the Astros, you got huh. He was he was basically an American League guy until the end of his career, I think. So, huh. yeah, yeah, I don't know. Cleveland, um, KC, Cleveland sounds right. Cleveland. Actually, yeah, sure. Yeah, he spent three years in Minnesota, three years in Cleveland, uh, ten years in New York, three years in San Diego, and then one year each in two other cities. Oh, I don't know Oof. if I come up with that. One Are they National out. League or American League or both? National. Uh, let's go Braves and Cardinals. So you got one of them, Braves. All right. And his last card was with Montreal. Oh, oh. there's a tough. That's where yeah, uh, I don't have that card to show, show up. That's, that's cool. I, I love that's a good. Card. Yeah, that's a fun question. All right, Scott, to you. All right. Well, we're doing championship belts. That leads me right. It's a cheat, but I don't care. I'm going to go straight into wrestling. Because anybody knows me knows me I'm, knows I'm a professional yeah. wrestling fan, and uh, this might be this might be too easy for Dan. I'll stay out of it. Stay out of it till the very end. Well, it'll That's be fine. impossible for me. So That's <laughs> Matt, Matt, for Matt Doherty, when did you walk into my house? He's been hanging out for a good bit. Yeah, he's been I'm hanging here. out for at least ten minutes. Yeah. he went yeah. to my grand here for a few minutes, but. I ain't going to be any help with wrestling. I mean, unless we're talking about, you know, uh, the Silverdome, uh, Super WrestleMania 3. I might know a little bit about that. <laughs> Superdome, you mean? Yeah, the Super- I say the Silverdome. <laughs> Wasn't that the uh, Silverdome? That's what, uh, and, at uh, a more recent WrestleMania, Hulk Hogan was at the Superdome and called it the Silverdome. Is what oh, Dan's I referring see, to, right, yeah. yeah. 
I all right, that's, that's all how right. much I know about it. Yeah. All right, let's hear your question. All right, John Cena may be a 16-time WWE World Champion, but he is somehow not a Grand Slam champion because of his never winning what WWE Championship? Uh, ERA still on bases? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I've been watching wrestling since the 80s, but what is the Grand Slam? Is it? I'd imagine that's a inter- in, so the regular championship, the inter- intercontinental championship. Then there's the the two tag team ones, regular and intercontinental. Okay. Well, there's well, there's no intercontinental tag teams. There's just a the world tag team championships, and then the other ones uh, considered now like the U.S. title is the is the uh, oh, so other. there's like a world title, an international world title, and the U.S. title. Intercontinental U.S. and tag team. That's, that's like your grandson. And who are we? Who's the subject again? I'm sorry, John uh, Cena. John Cena. Yeah. And sometimes there's also they also consider like the now defunct European title is uh, one of those for uh, Grand Slam. It was whatever the other secondary title, mid card title. Should, they should include the Royal Rumble too. You know they should include the Royal Rumble. Didn't they used to include like those weird ones where they would they would basically like be everyone would be bloodied and what were those what are those like the hardcore called? titles? Yeah, yeah. I don't think those go toward like your grand slams though. Um, I know the answer. If so I had to I, guess, I would say the Intercontinental. Well, I don't know. Did he ever do tag team? I have no idea if he did a tag team stuff. I think you're right, Matt. You think it's Intercontinental? It's the Intercontinental. Well, because he certainly would have had U.S. because. He's like you know, Mister USA. Um, he was a uh, he was a tag team champion with the Miz at one point. The who? No, not with the Miz, not with the Miz. Wasn't he with he, the Miz? He has two runs with it, but you've got the answer right. It is the Intercontinental Title. I Matter of fact, sworn he was with the Miz. I don't think he's even had an Intercontinental Championship match, like a truly sanctioned match for the Intercontinental Title. It's just a weird fluke that he never had an Intercontinental Title uh, opportunity. He's had thirteen WWE Championships, three World Heavyweight Championships combined. That's your sixteen World Titles. Five U.S. titles, two tag team championships, one with Batista, one with Shawn Michaels, a 2012 Money in the Bank win, two Royal Rumbles, and 10 Slammies, but never an Intercontinental Champion. But does he have a Benji? Does not. No, not yet. He might get one if we ever do a Benji. One of these. One of these days. (laughs) All right. Um. I'm going to go to this next one here. Um, In late August of 2004, I attended a rather nondescript preseason Vikings game against the San Francisco 49ers that really shouldn't be all that memorable, except that a former Minnesota Gophers athlete was suited up, um, competing for a spot on the team, wearing number 69. His career in the NFL fizzled out after that game. But he did rise to the very top of two other sports during his remarkable career. Who is this all-American athlete who never stepped foot on the football field again during his career? I've got it. You guys can uh, talk it out if you want. I know who it is, too. You have anything, Gary? No, I I need to hear some of that question again. I I can tell you the sports. The sports will probably give it away, but... um. He was a um, All-American Gopher athlete, Minnesota Gophers athlete. Um, 
tried to get on the Vikings team, um, played that game, and that was it. Um, and he um, he's he um, went to the very top of two other sports. Um, neither one of which is technically what he was an All American for in in college. Yeah, loosely. but they're both related. Related, yeah. So this was the start of his career, and then he went on to play other sports? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, yes. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he found success in the other two sports after, after. his... Uh, oh, yeah. But he, he, was a, he was a name. Yes. People knew his name, name, certainly, I mean, when he signed with the Vikings, or when yeah, he tried how, how many people, like, started or played in multiple sports to begin with? We had, what... Bo Jackson and, oh. and Dion, but is there others? I'm going to so give you this. this. He, so he the, was this... only he was an athlete in only one sport in college. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so in the two and the two sports that he professionally had success in are very related. So very I, they're related. not as different as football and baseball. It makes sense. I don't know what they are yet, but uh, I give you a big hint: the two sport, the two organizations he got went to the top in are now owned by the same the same company, the same parent organization. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So did he go into wrestling then? Well, that's interesting. Yeah, because when you, I was thinking sports, that wasn't the first thing that came to mind. You know, I don't think uh, either uh, one of these yeah, guys but, know yeah. too much about either one of these. Again, two you know, sports. you know, Dan just... and I share a brain. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that that would explain why it's it's sports that somebody made that they didn't necessarily play in school either. I don't know a lot about Gophers or who was Gophers other than Middlestat, and it's not you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, we'll give you it's 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 the UFC and. WWE okay. are the two. Makes sense. So he, he was, and he was definitely an he was a champion in both. He was a champion American wrestler. Yeah, and a national champion. Yeah, and a national champion. I did he ever lose? I don't think he ever lost. I don't think so. I think he actually won two. He's one of those ones that. Yeah. Uh, but I don't Brock think that Lesner? there's going to be another. It, it is Brock Lesnar. Yep. It is Brock Lesnar. Yep. Yeah, so I couldn't tell you where he went to school, but I know he's like the one guy who has all these different titles and different mm-hmm. things. Yeah, yep. Num- and number 69 on the uh, Minnesota Vikings yep. in the preseason, yeah. Yep. That's As a matter of fact, just about a couple um, a couple um, WrestleManias ago, the two people that were fighting in the main event had both played for the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, the other one being <laughs> it Roman was, it Reigns. It was Roman Reigns yeah. and Oh, I don't know. Yeah, and Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Yeah. Roman Reigns also was a uh preseason uh cut of the uh of the of the Vikings. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um we're on the last time through we're going back to Gary. Ooh, uh, yeah, fire's starting to die out. We're going to yeah. have to get into the embers now. Yep. All right, this this one I feared was going to be a little too tough, but we're going to give it a try anyway. Oh, we got Matt here now. We'll be fine. There, <laughs> yeah, uh, right. Yeah, there, <laughs> there's a lot of college football rivalry games out there. I'm going to give you the name of the trophy and one team, and you see if you can figure out who oh, the other team I is. love these. Yeah, yes, I like this one too. So, all right. Um, to start, let's say who... 
plays the Golden Boot. Arkansas plays who for the Golden Boot? Is that Missouri? Hmm. In Missouri, so, boot so Arkansas is not an original SEC oh, team. No, or is it a? Or is it uh, because it's like LSU, or uh, because it Louisiana shaped like a boot? Oh, mm. and they and they fit inside. Oh my gosh, that's, that's a good brilliant. one. Yeah, LSU. Yeah. That is brilliant. Yeah, I bet you if that's it, that's if not, yeah. it should be. Gary, yeah, that's it. That's All it. right, yeah. All right, yeah. Good one, Scott. Uh, let's try the Battle of I seventy five Trophy. Pretty powerful name. Bowling Green is playing who for the Battle of I seventy five Trophy? So I'm maybe thinking maybe geography could get you there. Maybe I'm thinking okay. Dane. No, Bowling Green's Kentucky, and that's going to no, 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 no. Bowling Green's Ohio. Yeah. Oh, it is. You're yeah. right. Sorry. It, it, sorry. And I seventy five goes right. directly goes from Detroit down through Toledo. Yeah. Down Ooh, Toledo's like, towards a good. It could be Toledo too. Toledo's it, a good one. Yeah. Bowling Green oh, and Toledo. Man. It's uh, but I think, I think Dayton does too, though. Um, Dayton's on Akron. the east side of the state, isn't it? Akron is uh, Akron's more on uh, uh, seventy seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Akron is on seventy seven for sure. I like, I like, yeah. Let's go Toledo. Toledo. Yeah, I like Toledo's Toledo better, actually. Answer. Yeah, Bowling Green, Toledo. All right, they uh, they play Glass City, which is Toledo. Hey, hey all right. Shout which out to technically, Sanford. technically. Yeah. Shout out Phil Sanford. Should be a part of Michigan, just FYI. I'm going to continue the uh, the, the, uh, the War of Toledo. Toledo. War. So yeah, right. still war. to this day, I'm carrying yeah, that and torch. The, and the uh, Upper Peninsula should belong to Wisconsin. Wisconsin, exactly. Sons yeah. of guns, they stole our Upper Peninsula. <laughs> All right, let's try the, I, I don't know if I'm saying it right, Cuter Trophy, K-U-T-E-R Trophy is Air Force versus someone who... So probably another academy, right? No, the academies have the uh, commanders. They got the commander in chief trophy, but it's all yeah. three. It's like who has the best record of all three. Of Agreed, the, but they don't. Of, they don't have a. I wouldn't think that Air Force would have a specific one against Navy. It's not Army. I would know. I I think I would. It's going to be. It's probably going to be a whack team. I think that's okay. probably right. So yeah, they're out of Colorado State. They're out of Colorado, right? So Colorado yeah. State. Or Colorado. Well, probably not but, Colorado because they probably wouldn't no, play Colorado regularly. I don't think they play Colorado. Colorado State is in the whack, right? Uh, let's go Colorado State. More. Yeah. <laughs> are they in the Mountain West now, or I, what? Well, who knows anymore? Yeah, what? who knows anymore? My wife is yelling that my mom is a whack from the living room. So. <laughs> <laughs> She's also had a couple beverages, so. Um, I don't know. You want to go? Let's, let's just say Colorado, Colorado State. State. It's probably I would say Colorado that, State. Yep. Engage. So. Yeah. Not Colorado State. It is west. It is way west. Oh. So it is Hawaii. Oh. Yeah, I found that an interesting matchup anyway. St- yeah, I wonder what the story is there. Huh. I mean, they, they were, I mean, they're in the whack. I mean. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So one more interesting one. This is the yeah. Tiger Rag LSU 
plays in another one, but this time they play against who? Tiger Rag, like R A G E. R A E. Tiger Rag. That might be be Missouri because they're also Tigers. That'll be a newer one, though, right? Because how often did they play each other before they were both in the SEC? True. What's some other Tigers? Mm -hmm. Uh, Tiger Rag. That sounds like I mean, a, a uh, uh, Auburn. Auburn, but okay, we could go Auburn. That's a, a classic SEC thing. Let, so. let me give you a clue. It's not another Tiger. Okay. Oh. oh. So okay. So Reg. So something. It's got to be something. It's got to be something in Louisiana. Then it's got to it be Tulane? something bluesy. Yeah. Is it Tulane? Oh, Tulane's a good answer. So let's oh, go Tulane. Yeah. Still, do they still have a football team? They probably I mean, wouldn't they, play each other very often, but right. I mean, and it's just it's got to be. If it's not another tiger, then it's it's nothing. If it's not like someone, well, what do you in, think the in, in Louisiana? What do you think the rag means? Something well, that's to got do with that's like, like a uh, blues thing. Uh, uh, that's got to oh, be a jazz. Okay, I mean, a jazz sure. thing. Yeah. Jazz okay. Thing, that makes thing. sense. Grambling. Yeah. Oh, Grambling. But they I don't think Grambling's playing ever playing LSU though. Are yeah. they? I, yeah, Louisiana Lafayette, Louisiana Monroe, <laughs> Southwest Louisiana State. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. Pick one. We'll, Tulane. We'll, Let's go. With if Tulane. we're going to stay within the state, I'd say yeah, Tulane. Tulane. It is the Green Wave. Oh, nice oh, Tulane. Very good call, guys. Whoever came up with that one. Yeah, Dan. Um. All right, we're to Greg's final question. Okay, going to stick with Greg Nettles here. Uh, I know wins <laughs> above replacement isn't the uh, the ideal statistic, but it's a decent summary of someone's career, and his kind of shows that he should be at least in the talk for the Hall of Fame. His career Ooh. war on both baseball reference and fan graphs is higher than a lot of Hall of Famers. Ernie Banks, Alomar, Willie Stargell, Dave Winfield, a lot more old-timey guys. In fact, there are only... Eight players eligible for the Hall of Fame who have uh, wins above replacement above him on either service and who aren't in. Three of them are old-time players, so I won't ask you to name them, but I want to see how many of the guys you can name who are eligible for the Hall and have a higher wins above replacement than Greg Nettles and who aren't in and who aren't connected to PEDs and aren't Pete Rose. Uh, Is one of them Dale Murphy? It is not. Damn it. Is one of them Andre Jones? It is not. He is, I believe he's, this is his first year he's going to be eligible, isn't it? Oh, yeah, okay. I hate that Dan Dale Murphy's not on there because that, that kills my, that puts a bullet in my Dale Murphy argument. Of Dan, what's that, uh, what's that uh, Toronto pitcher that I always. Do um, they, do they have that staff for pitchers too? The wins of both? Yes. yes. They do. Dave Steve? That, that, Steve, yeah, Dave Steve. It's not Dave Steve. Dave how about, Steve, you get, how about he, we get some teams? Can we get some teams? Um, or is that going to be a giveaway? Or at least give us like uh, a lot of these guys played for a lot of different teams. Um, so I'll give you uh, the first guy who's well up on the list isn't in because of PEDs, but he's in because a lot of people don't like him or he's not in the hole. Hurt Schilling. Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. 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 So his wins above replacement is up much higher than everybody else on the list. Is, and then Clemens isn't in yet, right? And he's oh, PEDs. He's, right? he's PEDs, yeah. though. Yeah, he's, I, I put him in that pool. Mm. Okay, one of these guys, 
might not be in because of his association with PEDs. Um, played for the Yankees and the Astros. Oh, um, no, only just only the Yankees and Astros. I believe so. Hmm. Huh. Wow. Oh, no. It's a weird combo. That'd be one on um on like a uh, immaculate grid that I would not be do would do yeah. very well on. Hmm. It's um, a pitcher who spent the majority majority of his career with the Yankees. Andy Pettit. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh there oh, you yeah. go. There's that pitcher. I was like, oh Andy okay. Pettit was a PED guy? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. He's been associated with let's put yeah. that way. Oh, I didn't know that. Doesn't Andy played... Pettit play with the Orioles also? Who who's it that played for the Orioles? That was the Yankees Orioles guy. That wasn't Pettit. Mussina. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean Messina. That's who I was thinking. Of. Who's in the hall? Um, someone else, another pitcher, only higher on fan graphs, played in a lot of different places, but maybe is most famous for something unrelated to his actual pitching. His name is most famous for oh, Tommy John. Tommy John. Oh, yep. really? Uh, one other pitcher also played for the Yankees. He played for the Padres. Uh, famously injured himself when he got angry and punched a wall. Oh, that was um. Oh shoot, who was that? I got his Gus Farad, but we're wrong. Yeah. I was just you thinking know, about Gus Farad. That's it. funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Oh wow. shoot, who, who was that? Was it? The wall? What? I forget. Oh, what team was say, that? Team? Or did you say? I can't remember it. I have no idea. I, I remember uh, this, but I, I have no idea who the there. name is. Kevin Brown. Kevin yes. Brown. Yeah. Yes. Marlins. Yeah. Ranger. Yeah. We have a tiger that we mentioned earlier. Al Kaline. No, he's in the hall. He's in the hall. Um, um, Whitaker. Oh, yeah. Lou Whitaker. Yeah. He's, he's ahead on both fan graphs and. Uh, baseball reference. How was Lou uh, Whitaker not in the Hall of Fame? I don't understand, but okay. And Jack Morris is. Yeah, Jack Morris. Oh my God, that guy. That's the uh, that's the the, the uh, debate I always have with that guy who I always forget his name from Toronto. And the Dave only Steve. other recognizable Steve. name on the list who's higher on just a uh, baseball reference war is a speedster who played recently for a lot of different teams. Outfielder. That guy that came up with Cincinnati, that guy? No, no way. I think he's most famous for his time with the Indians. Skell? Coco Chris? Kenny Lofton? Kenny Lofton. Yeah, absolutely. The minute you said it, yep. And then the other three guys who are higher on one of the services Jim McCormick, Bill Dalen, and Bobby Gritch. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Bobby Gritch. We know Bobby Gritch. Yeah. And then other than that, there's about 100 Hall of Famers below uh, Greg Nettles in career, wins above yeah. replacement. Um, a lot of third basemen in there and a lot a lot of big names all across the, the field. Bobby Gritch was a uh, um, home run leader hmm. in the year that uh, in the, was it 80, uh, 81? That five, uh, five ways. When four guys, four guys wanted it won it because they all tied for it yeah because it was this uh strike sorting season yep. i think they had a tall tied for tw- with 21 or something like that yep tony armis was one of them hmm. 
All right, Scott. All right. Well, this is uh, the time for your obligatory West Virginia sports question. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to throw this back to a uh, another gimmick I do on another podcast and uh, ask a question that uh, was either difficult or missed by someone other uh, someone earlier on an, uh, another podcast with a career lasting from 1999 to 2002. Who's the all-time rushing leader for West Virginia University? <laughs> Didn't we call you about this? Yes. Yeah. Like 11 yeah. o'clock at night. Yeah. yeah, this is the one y'all <laughs> called me about. <laughs> I want to know if you remembered it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's... I'm never going to get this yeah, person's I, name. I, I, it's Avon. <laughs> Avon something. Like the Avon lady, Avon calling. It's, that's <laughs> let's that's tell the story to Gary and Greg. So we were doing like a fast break episode or something. We're no, doing it was some, a real episode. It was a full. It episode. was a real episode. No, because we were goofing around, and that's why. Why that's why we could call him. So I had to have been something. It wasn't a regular episode. I think. Anyway, point is, is that is that it was a question about West Virginia. I don't even know that it had anything to do with this actual person, but we just got onto that conversation. But now, it was this like was the, question the question was like, who was number two or all time or whatever? No, it was this. This question. was this was the question. Yeah. Okay, and we yeah, were like, was... well, you know, you know who would know this? So then we called Scott, but it was, and it we was didn't really realize like almost... Central Time. It was like around ten fifteen, so it was like eleven fifteen Eastern Time, and he Scott gets a phone call from Dan. And he's like, well, whoa, if I'm getting a phone call from Dan Lumberg at 11.15 on a Tuesday night, something's got to be wrong. That's exactly the way it went down. I looked at my phone. I was just like, what has happened to Dan? Do I need to get in the car and drive down to North Carolina right now? What's happening? And he was like, real quick, who was the all-time rushing leader for West Virginia University? And I was like, oh, my God, I don't, I don't know. Well, hold on. What? what? What are you asking me right now? And it turned out that you had just ran into this person or somebody. Yes, it's he. Uh, he his son and my son go to, went to the same uh, elementary school is how it worked. Yeah. yeah. They were in the same classroom. Yeah. His first name is Avon. I can't get the last it name. It is Avon. First name is Avon. Avon Coborn is the name. Oh, Coborn. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, he ended right. his, his he ended his career in 2002 as not only the school's all-time rushing leader, but also the Big East's all-time rushing leader in, in rushing yards. As a matter of fact, in the top six of the Big East rushers of all time from 1991 to 2012, five of the six are West Virginia University players. Can you name any of the other West Virginia University players? Uh, there's Steve names. All but one of them probably when they won. ran the Veer. So yeah, Steve Slayton's one. Um, Amos Zeroway. Amos Zeroway's one. Nice. Hmm. So you only have two left, and their names. At least one of them's a name you know. Maybelline and Claro. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when when did they play? Uh, uh, I would say this is in the late 2000s for oh, one for the one okay. you know Pat White Pat White quarterback and that leaves one more name that you might might not know I don't know the other one last one is Noel Devine oh the number two all-time uh, rushing uh, leader in Big East history went to Maryland and hmm. uh, had a uh, Good had a 
decent career in the pros in Maryland as well. Joe Smith. Nope. It's a name. That's a name you definitely know. Is this this other guy? Alliterative name. Ray Rice. Ray no, Rice. He didn't, he didn't go oh, there. Oh, geez. Yeah. Ray Rice. Hmm. Out of Maryland. All right. So, so uh, my last quickly from that one. Yep. My last question. <laughs> um, this is one that I'm going to I'm going to stop in the middle of the question and then feed you more information as I go. Until you finally figure out who it is. Did David okay. Lux just join this meeting? Or No, but um, I, I just realized how easy this one is if I give it all the information. So, yeah. All right. So early in my child care career, I worked at, in a school. Um, the borders of that school included a rather stuffy, high-class neighborhood of North Oaks, Minnesota. Um, one of my job duties was to open the gym for the basketball practices each evening to my great surprise. One of these residents of North Oaks, a six ten giant of a man walked into my school asking for directions to the gym. I want you to know, I want you to tell me who this six ten giant of a man was um, a former university of Minnesota basketball player. Wow. And I'll get more specific as we go. If you want to six ten Minnesota. Do we know a year time frame for when? Probably in the it would have been probably like in the early late nineties, early two thousands. I mean, yeah, that's when he walked into my gym. Yeah, and he was a man at this time, right? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Hmm. So, I mean, Kevin McHale seems obvious, but he was probably coaching at that time or something. He was with the Timberwolves that's as an executive. He's hmm. about the right height. Yep. He was about 6'10". He was a Minnesota guy. Let's guess, yeah, let's uh, have a prelim guess on Kevin McHale. The rest Um, of the question would say, and all-time NBA 50 years, 50 greatest players team, and future coach and general manager of the Minnesota Timberwolves. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Nice work. Kevin McHale, and he is a tall gentleman. He's a very tall fellow. In the two years that I worked for the Timberwolves, I only got yelled at by at by him once which was That's a good. badge of you know honor because he yelled at everyone so good what'd you do to get yelled at by kevin McHale? oh i like uh the pr people would put like stickers of who was sitting which pr people were sitting next to who in the on the you know areas or whatever yeah and yeah. i didn't want to sit by the person i was supposed to sit by <laughs> so i moved my sticker over and he yelled at me he didn't like that oh. Oh. <laughs> okay. <Kevin McHale>, micromanager <laughs> yeah exactly That's funny like, why he just saw me doing because he's like you know, whatever so hmm. That's funny. Right. Well, the uh, the fire is uh, is really dying down now, and I don't want to put another log on it. So uh, I think we're just going to call it a night after this. Um, but I do want to thank you all for uh, for coming out tonight to uh, to have my fireside game. Um, it's called Dan's fireside game. I don't know why it's called that anymore. There was never a fire in the first place, but now since it's called that, I have to have one. So I think it was um, a joke the first time we did it and it just kind of caught on. So, <laughs> so um, once again, I want to thank uh, Gary Middleton. I want to thank Greg Zethner. I want to thank big Scotty B Scott Barber. And I want to thank Matt for shopping by too, because you know, Hey Matt, how you doing? And, um, for for all of them and for me, Dan, the 
um, emeritus bench warmer. Just want to say thank you for stopping by the bench, and we will, uh, in the future, what we're going to do. We're going to keep the bench warm, right? All right. Have a happy new year, everybody. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.